The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Yeah, I was just wondering if you can just quickly kind of just explain like the difference between like or like capitalizing and expensing either a purchase or something in general. Just, like, you know what I mean? Just like the overall big picture difference between like when you capitalize something, when you expand something. That's really my question. So you're asking about like capital leases versus operating leases. Oh, or you're talking about you're talking about like CapEx versus OpEx. Yeah, basically cop, CapEx versus OpEx. Okay. So, yeah, that's a good question. So, um, CapEx versus OpEx, it's pretty simple. Like, for anything that's treated like CapEx, it has to be something that you're paying for today, but it's going to be used for more than a year. Okay. So, for example, if you buy, I don't know, a laptop for your employee, uh, the useful life of that laptop is gonna be longer than a year, right? Like most laptops, you can use it for more than a year, right? You don't need to like get a new one before, like within the first 12 months, unless you like do something crazy, like pour coffee all over it or something, but like- uh, So that's capitalized. So that has to be capitalized or like furniture, right? Like you buy a desk for your office that has to be capitalized because you're going to use that desk probably for a pretty long time. Right. And so you capitalize something when it wouldn't be fair to burden that current year's income statement with the entire expense of that item. Does that make sense? So like, sure. If I buy my, uh, if I buy like a laptop, if I buy a MacBook, for my um, employee, and let's just say, hypothetically speaking, top of the line, MacBook is $3,600, okay? Uh, and let's say like the average useful life of a MacBook Pro is three years. You can use it for 36 months before it becomes obsolete, like, you know, the motherboard will just die and you have to get a new one, right? Then, yeah, we already paid $3,600 today because Apple is gonna take your money up front, right? But the, in terms of the utility of that laptop, like we're gonna use it for the next three years. So really it's more fair to say, hey, we incurred one third or we used up one third of what we paid this year and we used up another third next year and then we used up the last third in the third year. And then after okay. three years, there's no more um, like remaining value on, on, this, on this asset, right? So that's when you capitalize, which is why anytime you capitalize something, so that's called PPE, right? If you buy a laptop, that's considered PPE. You buy furniture, that's PPE. You build like a new office building, that's PPE. Like these are long-term assets. PPE stands for plant, property, and equipment. Right? These are all yep. long-term things that are going to stay on your balance sheet 
for more than a year. So the way we then allocate the, you know, three years worth of expenses into each of the years on the income statement is by doing a depreciation expense, right? Yeah. Like in year one, going back to my example of $3,600 on the MacBook, in year one, I'm going to depreciate it by $1,200, right? In fact, yeah. I want to go even more granular. Every month, I'm going to depreciate it by $100. Yeah. Right? And then so by the end of year one, my PPE on the balance sheet is no longer going to say $3,600. It's actually $400. Yeah. Right? Because that's the only, that's how much it's worth now. Like if I use this laptop for one year and I, I try to flip this laptop, I go on Craigslist and I try to sell it people aren't going to pay me $3,600 for it because it's used. They might yeah. pay $400 for it because it's only a year old, right? Then in year in year two, we depreciate another $1,200. So at the end of year two on the balance sheet, the PPE now is down to $1,200 because that's how much it's worth at the end of year two, right? Then at the end of year three, same thing happens. And now the PPE on the balance sheet says zero because the entire thing has been depreciated. The entire thing has been used up, right? Okay. And then like, for example, then like, uh, expenses or OPEX, we know short-term stuff like operations, uh, you know, cost manufacturing, uh, wages, that sort of stuff that would be under the OPEX category. Yeah. So OPEX is like, um, it's all, it's all basically, uh, count it all basically counts towards this year. And also it has to be something that, um, is tax deductible. Right, because anything on your, anything on your, um, anything on your income statement is naturally going to affect your pre-tax income line item. Yeah. Right. Which means if you add any expenses on the income statement as OpEx, it's going to lower your taxes because it's going to lower your pre-tax income. Right. So, like, what's something that wouldn't be tax deductible? Well, for example, um, if you're paying back the debt that you borrowed, right? Like sometimes people say, okay, I borrow hundred dollars and the next year I pay it back. I have a hundred dollars in debt repayment. Is that a hundred dollars of OPEX that shows up on the income statement? No, it's not because like the IRS is not going to say you can borrow money and just pay it back and then like pay less taxes as a result of that. Cause otherwise then everyone would just keep doing that. Right? I'll just go borrow money, pay it back, go borrow money, pay it back. And then that helps me avoid taxes. Like that doesn't make sense. Right. So, so you like anything that's can be fully allocated to one that one year that one calendar year and is tax deductible then it can show up as opex so yeah if you pay someone's salary you're paying someone's salary every single month for the work that they did that month right you're not paying them salary for like hey i'm gonna prepay you your salary for the next three years you're not doing that right um if i'm paying rent on office building like probably paying one month at a time, right? So that, that could be OPEX, right? Um, utility bills, it's OPEX, right? Uh, what else? Like your employees travel, you have to pay for their flights and their hotels and their, and their dinner per diem, like that's OPEX, right? So I think more often, more often than not, most things are gonna be OPEX, right? And one time it's gonna be CapEx is just like you're buying a long-term item basically. Great. Well, thank you for that, Sam. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks for listening to this episode. 
Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.